Wade in on him. Right, well, click the button, we're live. Bust his balls. We're live, welcome back to another episode. Um, Post-Christmas episode, no one's in the office. It's that horrible period between Christmas and New Year that no one really wants to do much work. You can't start a new project, but people are forced Mm. to work. So we decided to record a podcast. Yes. And we called in a friend, a neighbour, special guest, a Danny upgrade, I'd call it. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, welcome to the show, Danny Brewster, CEO of Fast Bitcoins, CTO of Fast Bitcoins, co-founder of Fast Bitcoins. <laughs> uh, just CEO. That'll do for now. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely no plan to this episode. No. Um, how, all, how can you say that? As always, Dave. I was leaning on da- Mr. Dave. Mr. Happy prepared. has got. Yeah. I'm all. Has, I always got well, a list I of questions. Prepare. It's yeah. That so, he clearly emailed to himself from home that he's been thinking about. Yeah. That's <laughs> how I. I don't think. How, how, how can we try and put Danny on how, the spot? These, none of these are trying to. I'm not trying to catch. We're all friends here. These aren't trying to catch you out at all. I was just. Is that how everyone else is? It? I was just sat at home and just thought I'd email myself. I never prepared like this. No. Anyway, need to. Danny, thank you ever so much for coming along. So my first question that I prepared for you <laughs> straight down to business. What yeah. do you think about Bolt 12 versus LNURL? <laughs> I'm joking. No, no. How's everyone's Christmases? You know, start friendly. Uh, Dave, how were the kids? Uh, I had locked down during Christmas with COVID. How was so, the Christmas party? And I missed the, the mm. Christmas party that I've been preparing for for six, seven months solidly. Put all work to one side. <laughs> the most awesome day, Christmas day, for the work team uh, was totally ruined because on that morning I tested positive for COVID on a lateral flow and couldn't couldn't go. Yeah. So the show went on without it. you though. So what show was went. the spend like? How painful was that? Uh, well, <laughs> over budget. Yeah. One of the co-planners b- ended up buying quite an expensive bottle of. Rosé was it? Yeah, a rose. massive rosé, which was wasn't in the in the budget. The budget was looking good. We were where on did, on time. Where target. did you have the party? So we, it was quite an eventful day, wasn't it? Yeah, we had we went rock climbing. We went, rock, we went climbing, rock climbing, yeah. karaoke. The karaoke was yeah. Everyone had to. We we made everyone nominate a song that best described them. And then they were forced. We didn't to know we were going to be. No, they didn't know they were going to do it. But we like within many questions, we said, "All right, best song that, that that describes you." And so people put their songs down. And then we preloaded the karaoke machine to say, "Right, it's your song. You sing it." So there were some very. Luckily, interesting everyone was fairly well drunk by then. Though. Yeah. What was yours, Zach? Well, I jokingly put "God Save the Queen." <laughs> So I thought it was a joke. <laughs> what, sex Pistols sex or the original? No, the original. <laughs> what? The Not nation- even Sex Pistols. Oh, really? Yeah. The National Anthem? So in midway, we all stood up and sang the National Anthem. Did you Anthem. really? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what I knew. I was put, who, was think, a, who was yeah. the top singer? What was Danny's? Danny's was a rap that I didn't know because oh, I don't okay. know rap. Yeah. We have such a varied music taste. And how did he perform it? Oh, he did well. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. He knew every word. So he didn't need the lyrics. He was no, just no, He's got a performance background, though. Danny. Has he? Right. Wrestling and stuff. Oh, yeah, the wrestling video. Have you not seen the wrestling video? And he's, and he's modeling, yeah. Oh, I've seen some of the modeling pictures. They get dragged out every so often. <laughs> they, I mean, they're quite good pictures, to be fair. It does look good. Yeah. He's good looking in his youth. What was <laughs> your song? Uh, I, I, don't even think, I don't think I even planned one. I was going to guess, you know, kind of get away with it because being mm. the planner, I don't have to put one in. What would you say, though, your song? I would have done anything by the strokes, really. It feels my, my sort of tone because it's quite gravelly. I can get away with hitting all those notes. 
I wouldn't struggle with those. So you'd have actually planned it around yeah. your performance, your vocal performance not, not, not the songs not who you, write. you are. Yeah. Not well, not if yeah, not if it's enjoyable. Not the mood. It's just whether I can hit those notes and how how I look come across. Obviously, <laughs> it's all that <about laughs> ego. I would have actually batted out strokes last night. Something that would have been good. But anyway, didn't happen. So whereabouts did you go for? Do you go for food and drinks? Yeah, oh, where was it? The majestic. 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 In they the have a karaoke room, so we booked the whole room. So out. it's like Chinese buffet plus karaoke. Plus karaoke. Room. Oh, at the casino. The, yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That hotel could be awesome if they actually spent some money. Honestly, there. I mm. think the same. The location of it, it could be yeah. brilliant, but it's just so. And it's the only warm. casino on the island, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. The only, yeah. There's no, there's no even other entertainments like for, you know, like most beachside resorts in the UK have like slots and stuff. You like, it's literally the proms are full of them. That's the only one. So they could just be absolutely... But it's a proper casino. It's not, yeah, it's just, it's yeah, not like yeah. an well, arcade that you no, can yeah. send your no, kids no. in to play the no. 2P machines. But, yeah, but they could have that, couldn't they? I would think downstairs. Do they not have slots downstairs? What, next to the walk? roulette tables? And no, it's <laughs> slightly, slightly separate. You just put a curtain in, separate it. <laughs> kids' yeah. parties on one side and then people just... Exactly. What did Fast Bitcoins do for their Christmas do? Um, we had a couple. Um, you had a couple of... A couple yeah, of we got... Because wow. of... Decadent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we needed a, a stronger accountant mm. um so we had uh, a meal that you was actually all invited to but we couldn't actually get you around the table in manchester oh yeah oh uh, yeah which yeah. Was oh no yeah we had oh, we were we were going right we're off to the best steak restaurant yeah, yeah, in we, manchester tonight well, i brought an outfit away i bought an outfit waiting to find out where we ended up it was yeah and I was like, choice. and then we felt, oh no, sorry, Danny, Danny can't fit us around the table. He just yeah. sheepishly went off to where did we go? Danny, then Danny went, five oh, let's go guys. to Five Guys. So we ended up going, <laughs> essentially, like still a nice McDonald's. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> but it was just like, five oh, guys that is, is, is that a is massive a, upgrade yeah. on McDonald's. Yeah, uh, but, I will yeah. say that. Um, but yeah, I was absolutely wounded. Um, it was a good steak, though. Oh, it's the best. Is it? Right. Nice. Next time. Next time we're all in Manchester yeah, or I mean, London. I'm not going to. I'm March, not counting my chickens. March, are you? Yeah, I'm going. You need to come to advancing Bitcoin. Advancing Bitcoin. You uh, need to come, Dave. No. We can get like there's like four Nothing or five hawks more in London. Really? I'll take you, Zach. Yeah, I'm definitely. I bought my. Early, I think it? I got the last early bird ticket. Is that, oh, is that the place? Yeah, you probably got the first. So one. what's what does that give me that um, might be different to? Coinfest Manchester. Oh, it's uh, purely technical. Yeah, There's no salesman. The it's Bitcoin only. It's right. all of the people yeah. that are like can absolutely rip Bitcoin apart right. from a, a technical perspective. Mm -hmm. And you speak to them and you f f actually realize just how much needs to be done and built mm. in Bitcoin, but what's also being done about it. Whereas all of the other conferences, it's like one big massive circle jerk. Um, mm. of like how great mm. Bitcoin is and how it's going to change the world and everything but like advancing Bitcoin is a technical like is a developer focused conference and it's like so this is how we're actually going to change the world okay. um, and this is like the issues in the software this is how we can get around it this is what we've been working on this is what it does this is what it can enable um, and the, the last one that actually went ahead um, remember the first time sat down compiled uh, a signet node um to actually play around with taproot and that was when yeah well, when was that 2018 yeah so that's so, so knowing what was coming in the pipeline yeah, yeah. Right. and having to wait like two three years to actually all oh, right now we can actually mm. build this stuff um Oh, it's the it's best good. conference. Yeah. Oh, okay. if, you, if you can class it as a conference, I don't know, but it's just like so as yeah. one day of talks, second day of like workshops. Yeah. So as two exchanges really who advocate 
building and constantly innovating in the, in the space which, which yeah. our attendance is almost mandatory isn't it yeah yeah and sponsorship yeah. you need to spot i can put you in yeah. touch with leon i don't sometimes sponsorship can be a step too far <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah. let's just go <laughs> let's just go and see it where's, where's molly we, we need, we need some molly. socks molly. we got loads of socks molly. i'll, send I'll them. Uh, ask him to, <laughs> yeah, to we, sign it off we can send them we can send them some socks so i think they need a hundred grand sponsorship Oh, right. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Sounds good, yeah. <laughs> no, like you got to go. If you cook, we'll definitely yeah, book we'll in go. for a steak. There you go. Hawks you got to come now, Dave. Well, yeah, we've heard that before, though. So oh, we have heard that before. Yeah. Steak before. Zero and one in steak. In the, yeah, in the back. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah, pull it this back. Time. I will yeah. pull it back. It's <laughs> nice little because we ended up having two uh, two magnums of uh, red at the table. So I feel your pain. Yeah, I think we. What did we have? A, I think I had a diet coke. I think I, think I, was, a coke I, was, I think I was in bed for eight. <laughs> it was one of those nights, wasn't it? It's just like all right. And yeah. then we had the meeting, uh, the steakhouse here on the island. Oh, See, we're nice. proper oh, no, we, went there. We, we, we went there we, last year. We we fit all of the just eat the a lot of red meat. Mm. Yeah. Didn't do the classic proof of steak tweet with a picture. No. Oh no, no, no. Oh, I ain't got a marketing what? department for that yet. <laughs> Need Molly, that's what Molly does. Yeah. Every year, picture of a steak, proof of steak, 2,000 likes. I know, I don't get that. Me and you do I it. I don't get that. Yeah. 10 likes. Simps. I'd, I'd be happy with 10. It's got to be the simp. Yeah. Oh. I'd welcome a simp if it meant some more likes. <laughs> you had a simp, what? didn't you? What did that person say to you that you showed your wife? Danny. About me. you being good looking or something? I don't know. That, that happens quite regularly. Yeah, I remember you said you showed your wife. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Probably just bullshit. Look, somebody appreciates You'll put your me. own burner account. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone loves me. <laughs> anyway, so the new year is on the horizon. Wait, I want to before we brief past Christmas. I, I thought wanna, Christmas was done. Mate. I want to tell Danny what you did about this VR headset. Oh yeah, he I'm goes and treats himself to it. He has kids, but three, he treats himself to an Oculus VR headset for Christmas. I meant they're in the metaverse, mate. And didn't tell his wife. No, she you, demanded it got sent back. Do you have similar sort of problems in the in household? Yeah, it's yeah. No, you don't have similar expenditure issues, but no. household. But I don't want to bring up home life too much in this Alpha. pod. But <laughs> Alpha, shut up, man. That is, just, okay. that is absolutely bull. No one's completely Alpha Beat in, a, in a, yeah. a marriage. But the tightest account I've ever known. It's definitely it buys a... himself a VR headset for Christmas. It's just because I've got a strict household budget, and then when there's when there's stuff, there's, a, there's an Excel spreadsheet I mean, at home. Oh, and wow. I'm that guy. And you managed I'm to dig out 300 quid for a VR yeah. headset this so year. So when there's, when there's discrepancies within that, you know, I've only got myself to blame, really. Rounding Good errors. record keeping. <laughs> so, yeah, I meant yeah, meta- so right. he's trying to buy land on the metaverse. Yeah, that'll be next. You absolute fool. Yeah. <laughs> you absolute get, fool. Get, get, get <laughs> buy next to the guy who's bought next to Snoop Dogg. Dave uh, is a fool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should say that. The um, it's very submersive. Though. I'd highly recommend. Have you had tried mm-hmm. VR before and yeah, stuff? It's it's cool. Right. It might be the future of like. AR's the future. I keep telling this. Yeah. I think AR over maybe. VR. I think there's a, de- there's a place for VR in terms of... VR gaming, maybe. But I think even watching gigs, films are very good on there. 360 stuff's amazing. Uh, it's you, getting better and better. Mm, the quality. I don't know. The, the there is the, it's so immersive. The big screen with a proper sound system. Yeah. So much more immersive, I find, no, uh, than, than a set of headphones. Like, so the like headphones wearing great, it, though, and just like... My, How my, heavy my was kid, it? On your oh, face? no, it's light. Is it light? Yeah. I might nip home and get it. 
Have you not sent it back yet? Just keep no, it in the I office. I just thought I might keep it in the office so she doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> do you, does your wife really control you that much? No, it's a partnership. It's a partnership. It's a partnership. Okay. It's a it's partnership. A partnership that she three kids, very busy partnership. How do you achieve consensus? <laughs> Who's got the 51%? <laughs> the kid, the kid, have, the kids, some, the kids sometimes yeah. have a vote in stuff, which is, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, enough about me. <laughs> We're here to talk about Danny Brewster and the new year coming up, 2022. What's the plans? Work more. That's work more. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's <laughs> but such an open-ended question. Such an open-ended question. Hugely open-ended. But I wanted to, like, improve spreadsheets. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to like, you know, try, try and, and find 300 quid. Past yeah. your wife. Mm. Yeah. Very good point. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I, I, the new year. When did your heartbeat thing come out? Was that, is that ours, oh, isn't it? Oh, we've had it ages. You haven't had that ages, have you? Yeah. It, this so it's for anyone listening, a it's a, somewhere we can buy because I quite like the idea. Yeah, like the concept. Like so you can buy a bit of Bitcoin on every block, isn't it? Yeah. So every essentially probably yeah. ten minutes around there, yeah. you can buy a bit. And that I quite like. Imagine going through the whole year, and for that year, you've you're you've bought every piece of that block. Mm. I think that's so a cool. What's the, can I do a pound at a time? Yeah, you can do a penny at a time. Penny at a time. Just stack sats. Yeah. Um, it's the idea. It's a bit of a gimmicky idea to be fair but it's you're literally providing the heartbeat you're creating demand for every mm. new bitcoin mm. or part of new bitcoin that is mined into existence yeah. so it, it's popular but it's popular amongst hardcore bitcoin no, that's mm. what i thought it's, it would it's be. not something yeah. that newbies would like they, they don't come into the into the flow into the like the user base and then no. jump straight into But they heartbeat. eventually get there. Yeah. Mm. Like there's yeah. a, there is a, a learning like curve, isn't there? journey. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then people just realize if they stop looking at the price, they stop looking at how, of what they're buying it at and it just becomes, right, how much have I got? Yeah. I think I also gave Amber the idea on a lightning call about every time Peter Schiff tweets oh. Bitcoin because <laughs> I was just going to plug it into the, it's so easy to do. Yeah. Um, so basically just plug it into the, the Twitter API and just monitor Peter Schiff's tweets what, every that time. trigger a buy? Yeah. <laughs> so no, that's quite a good I, idea. But Amber have done that. Um, Yo, have yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was me that mentioned it on the, the call. It's something that we've mooted internally. So the, but they, it's, it, the, he could literally just go and tweet a thousand times mm, like yeah, hashtag you, Bitcoin, hashtag Bitcoin. Yeah. And it's just going to absolutely... Someone's getting a lot of buys going yeah. through. It's a good idea though. Mm-hmm. Like, you do, could, they, could they move it in terms of who... Is it just Peter Schiff that triggers it? Or could you oh, get like you can whoever just, you, you can just point get Elon and whoever like you just look just at anyone. Yeah, I've got Elon muted on Twitter. Why? Why? Because <laughs> his his takes on Bitcoin. And I know. I don't get. I, see, I thought you was, so, so you're saying you haven't uh, listened to the three hour Lex Friedman podcast? When is no. that out? Was that out yesterday? A couple of days ago. Was it a couple? Of I've days seen ago. a few clips listened, from yeah. it, but from what I can gather, it's like I'm not going to learn anything. No, it's just a bit of a waste of time. The same old problems as. Yeah. But, like, I'm sure the other stuff he said but was fine, but I think yeah. I think to be fair, I think your Danny kind of got a bit grew a set and started getting a bit <laughs> voiceless on on Twitter with it, yeah, and, yeah. and a few people. Um, I think ever since Coinfest, he's got a bit more aggy. Yeah, um, and a <laughs> maybe that might be your less. influence after Coinfest, <laughs> possibly <laughs> hanging around with you. Yeah, too. <laughs> that's it, possibly. And I was actually having this conversation earlier. Um, we've got a, a new starter coming in uh, in January. And I was saying, like, she was at the the Christmas party, and one of the other team members' husband was basically trying to shit on Bitcoin. <laughs> I was like, 
I've got to be kind here. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be nice. And then just what? making arguments from like 2013. Mm. At your um, Christmas party? Yeah. That was his decision. <laughs> he thought, this I know is how his time to shine this right is, This is going to get me yeah. <laughs> yeah. a good impression. Um, literally, <laughs> terrible like, idea. Like the team member <laughs> leant over and said, my husband going to get me fired? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> um, and it, it's like stupid arguments. I literally did a talk about it at CoinFest. Like mm. If you're going to attack Bitcoin, like there's plenty of reasons and ways to attack Bitcoin, but don't make it about transaction fees whilst ignoring Lightning. Yeah. Mm. There's transaction fee issues around Lightning. If the, the blockchain becomes too congested, or the mempool becomes too congested, I should say, and space for transactions for opening and closing channels, but then there's a, a whole bunch of stuff happening with Mast and stuff which will enable more channels to be open and closed um, in each transaction and stuff like that but yeah it's so frustrating and i cannot even bear the thought of wasting three hours mm. watching a podcast listening to bullshit arguments against bitcoin that every like my daughter mm. could refute right pretty yeah. easily um it's just sound bites yeah that three hours yeah. of time can be spent yeah. learning Actually, or learning something or yeah. playing around yeah. like with but tap script are we not are we not are we not seeing elon slightly coming around to bitcoin and, and learning more because first time i heard him discuss he didn't know anything about lightning so his arguments about transaction speed were all like on-chain arguments and i was mm. just thinking i think he might have he's always known about it he's just ignored it yeah, so he's oh, talked about the, his layer two is between exchanges. He was his early narrative, and then, yeah, I don't know. I don't keep up right. anymore, to be honest. Because uh, the the Jordan Peterson one, the, there's a very good one from oh, last, good, last like year where it, he went on to learn about Bitcoin. Friendly. Mm-hmm. He got a panel of, I think Breedlove was on it. We might have talked about it before. Yeah, John but you could you could literally see him. He came up with these arguments and these refuted or just, mm. but you could see his learning curve on the podcast and, yeah. to, and, and now he's actually quite an advocate of, of Bitcoin. So I was just wondering if that's the journey that Elon well, will be on Elon, or is it just he's put Elon up his walls? Ridic- he's a ridiculously intelligent guy mm. um, and he's been right, like who the fuck can start PayPal or be a part yeah. of like the start of PayPal, mm. be successful, exit, then get into Tesla regardless of what you think of their business model mm-hmm. nobody's arguing yeah, <laughs> where exactly. is yeah. What, yeah, yeah. what he can go out and spend mm-hmm. <laughs> if he mm-hmm. wants to go buy dinner he doesn't have to care about how much no. it costs um, he's he's a successful person and he's ridiculously intelligent in his sphere doesn't yeah. necessarily like make you intelligent, and intelligent and ever, and it's ever, just ever, ego isn't it he's been touch. and it's ego he's yeah, been the smartest guy time. in the room for decades probably yeah and then but that just gets to your head does it, it yeah maybe it becomes hard to listen to people at yeah. that point and because yeah. that people come to you for that knowledge yeah. and then it had to, yeah. to absorb that so sort people, of people will ask him questions about bitcoin from like as if he's a position as in if a he position knows, of authority yeah. mm. um and it's like it's annoying mm. but you could just almost like sit him down, have a 10 minute conversation where you say, don't talk. Mm. Let me just answer all of these mm. points and then let's discuss them without you just like butting heads. But you're never ever going to have that conversation with somebody like that purely based on time. Mm. Um, and mm. he's only sat in front of people that's giving him more exposure like Lex Friedman, who've got this platform. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're not, you should say, and then where he's based in the world and stuff, you now he's moved to Texas and, everything but he's probably been around so many people trying to shill shit coins mm-hmm. and like absolutely everything they possibly shill towards him in any given opportunity amount of time that they get in front of him mm. so kind of understandable that he's not gone on um 
done the, the deep dive on mm. Bitcoin and yeah, I, I know yeah. how little time I have. So yeah, that will yeah, yeah, yeah. time that was, he has. Leads on to some of my questions really, because we're in a, an industry where we have to kind of constantly be learning and things like that. And if you're busy running these companies, like we say Elon is, and he probably hasn't got enough time to do this. Like, how do you keep on top of the, the learn it is a struggle isn't I, it because you, you've I, I got a family you're a busy man like I, me you've got three kids it's, it's, <laughs> I've got five oh someone's finally <laughs> got your beat what usually I've shits on Molly for only having one what <laughs> yeah forget I, it's not about how many you've got anyway <laughs> never has been hey I've got <laughs> five, five, exactly. five kids two cats two dogs and a hamster okay and See, my cat's called mm. Satoshi did have Nakamoto but he got killed <laughs> by a car so we've now got Nala so we've got Satoshi and Nala uh, so you're, and then you're, the dogs, which are more mine. Right. So exactly. So your your free time it becomes because my man knows like well, you just don't have an hour. Time, no, it's, it's so minimal. The time yeah. for yourself is just ridiculous. It's, it's two like hours a, when the football's yeah, on. It's like a mm. chunk. It's t- such a tiny chunk. But and you've got a, you know, there's so much content to try and learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a bit of mine is sometimes if I want to learn something, how to do so, I'd have a project in mind that I wanted to get completed, um, and then just YouTube the heck out of that. Into, but the quality of what you're learning can then be a bit yeah. Yeah. unfortunately so, nobody's like created YouTube videos around how to use Taproot mm. to no, exactly. explore mm. um, potential um, amassed and stuff like that mm. that's the, the difficult part so you end up looking at like obscure discussions on mailing lists and things is like that, that is, so is that where you go to find yeah um, like every say Every developer should worship Stack Exchange, <laughs> even for like the most simplest of shit right. that you think you should just remember and know. Is that um, all the stuff you all copy and paste and just... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, come on, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and the people, yeah. like, just actual, like, a shout-out to Merch and everybody mm. that actually maintains the Bitcoin Stack Exchange. Um, it's absolute priceless work that they do, and they're ridiculously knowledgeable, far beyond mm. what... I know. Um, so, yeah, I literally have to build to learn, yeah. to, to, to stay mm. at the forefront. I, I really struggle with these people that are like, oh, I'm investing in this, like all the shit coiners mm-hmm. that are like trying to trade and all of the, in quotation marks, DeFi or the FI, because it's not really decentralized at all. Um, people that stay at the forefront of that and actually make money, yeah, fair play, like in a good moment. You're mm. making a lot of money. Somebody's obviously losing a lot of money at the same mm. time. Um, but I don't know how these people manage to stay at the forefront of what's available from a technological mm, yeah. point of view. Like I know most of that is absolute garbage. That's yeah. just bullshit smart contracts, if you will. Um, whereas, just even like with Bitcoin and Lightning, like the whole Bolt 12 stuff against LNURL that's a bit of a drama at the minute the lightning wars as Zach has dubbed them I was having a look last night because I deleted all of the, the social media apps off my phone just to try and make free more up time, more yeah, time yeah, yeah, yeah. because they are just a time drain mm-hmm. um, especially when you get into an argument with stupid people on Twitter um, you deleted Twitter you off that one? No, no, I'm just still on it. Oh, I, just I, phone, I have okay, to yeah. go into the browser yeah. to, to access it, to continue okay. an argument now. Um, so, <laughs> Which you still do, but <laughs> I, I, if, I, if it's I, a really I, good I, argument, I, I you know, really you know try he's, not to. You know um, he's really riled if he's, he's going into the browser to yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> I know Danny's taking the button now. He's the one yeah. that's getting a bit 
a bit aggy with other people but the um yeah I, it's just such a, a drain on time mm. that i just deleted them all so even missing out on like daily dramas about who's fucked up where and mm. who's just sold the reputation down the drain because they've decided to tweet the wrong thing or um mm. the the chasing a, a wrong idea things it's, like it's that. It's a weird it's, ecosystem yeah. it's so, so much goes noise, on yeah. isn't it, in really? our industry yeah. on that one platform though it's, you feel mm. like you need to be a part of it but like you yeah. say it's just a time waste yeah and literally the only way that i can do it is by coming into the office at four five in the morning but even then it's like australia's awake yeah and mm. staying until 10 11 at night and it's like shit, brazil's awake <laughs> <laughs> um so it's because like that's the sort of hours you're doing yeah on a day every day. morning i come in his office lights on before i get in and i get in early here well it's like a long old shift isn't yeah. it I literally dedication <laughs> well it's like your like Elon says isn't it I've got um, Elon have, if, you, if, if your competitor is doing twice as many hours you work as you work <laughs> it's, it's stupid really um, but I, it's not work if you enjoy it and to be mm. fair when I do get that time to sit down put some music on mm. turn the volume up nobody else is around mm. um, until our customer service team goes 24-7 in the opposite and then <laughs> office it, <laughs> you'll have none uh, of that opposite yeah. office then I won't be able to do that as much um but can just really just get mm. into the flow and play and hack around on what's new and stuff right. so did like, you find sorry to put in there but as you grew as a company so i know our oh, danny has kind of said this before of, as you grow and get more people around you that can help share the load a bit better have you found yeah. that your core group like daniel says me dave and molly kind of with the proper bitcoiners in here aren't we um 24 7 but without each other, it all maybe becomes a bit too much. So you kind of share, share the load a little bit. Yeah, the biggest impact that I made for balance in my life was hiring Michelle, who's actually sat in this room, um, for work life, like mm. just work balance, because Michelle gets to do so much of the not so fun stuff. Um, so I get to to actually spend more time mm. playing around on Bitcoin itself um, and having other conversations which can carry the company much further forward than having to have the discussions and then do all of the work behind what's going to actually carry it forward. Mm. Um, and since moving to the island, one thing that you guys actually inspired me to do was to build a team out on the island and because we've been completely remote mm. for the first three years. So being spread from like Vancouver to Melbourne is great. It gives you a foot across the world and gives you this worldly view, but it doesn't give you that collaborate, uh, collaborative um, environment where you can jump around a whiteboard yeah, yeah. and you can sort a problem out or have a conversation at the, at the water cooler um, where you decide to develop a product yeah. mm. on the back of those discussions. Um, so building that team out here and we're trying to attract as much talent mm. as we can to the island we've got um like mobile developers moving over um like marketing we've got i think we'll probably create another 20 jobs over the next um 20 odd months on the oh, island wow. if we grow at a slow mm. pace yeah probably 30 ish over the next 20 odd month if Crikey. if if we achieve what we want to achieve mm. so we can grow and it's purely bitcoin only which has its challenges yeah. I, know, I know you guys won't have that problem <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> nah. um, only i'm allowed to give you shit for that um, i will defend you to other people but um 
but yeah, if having that team here on the island mm. is already a massive help. Just mm. yeah. having people that you on days because even I'm human, and even on days where it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, just the, bouncing the, ideas the, off people. Yeah, you find it's really like, beneficial. Just even just the the whole environment and like culture issue. It's very very sterile when it's yeah. all remote mm. and everybody's on Slack. And sure, you can have a Zoom call, but mm. it's not the same as mm. having a laugh and a joke yeah. and ad hoc banter. Yeah, um, especially with like fellow Brits that actually understand humour. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, it's something that I'm looking forward to is to to actually have more people in. To take off that that basically key person risk that's something mm. that is like yeah. high on my agenda of mm. removing so if i die tomorrow the company still go on continue um because right now i think it would be a struggle mm. that's quite interesting really because you do see that problem in the early days of exchanges don't you mm. especially i forget that guy that went oh that was one in canada yeah and he just went <laughs> off to india and then Quadriga, Quadriga. that's yeah. the one and they like no one could get in apparently no one could get in to any of the wallets mm. after and that he died in India died in India did they ever find his body or anything like that it's just no. gone so it's it was gone. An, an issue for the old almost, days it's almost it? like Murch's death in Costa Rica Murch of Popescu right that guy was a dick I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> but, know I don't know who that guy is yeah a lot of people listening probably won't have a clue right um, absolute clown but to be fair, he was right on a lot of stuff early on. He was wrong on a lot of stuff as well. Um, absolute weirdo. Did he have? A, did he have his own company and things? Did yeah, he, he had. Um, it was like a back in the days of like the Bitcoin stock exchanges. He had. Um, what was it called? But you you literally had to submit your orders that was PGP signed. Um, <laughs> it was like sixty Bitcoin to join his group to get into like the IRC. Right. And then you weren't allowed to talk for I think it was like six months so you could literally pay uh-huh. go join his group and you weren't allowed to actually participate for like X amount of months so it's like learn which mm-hmm. to be fair like having seen a lot of people on Twitter or even at conferences that try and tell you how shit is yeah. Yeah. normally trying to sell you something mm-hmm. because yeah. they like it's the, the meme like so I'm that, that six-month period to get yeah. educated and yeah. get up yeah. to speed, yeah. I suppose. Basically. Yeah. And learn yeah. the etiquette of yeah. his, um, his group. What was the name? Um, MPEX. Um, and when I mistakenly and erroneously raised capital for Neo and B back in Cyprus, like I think he took humbrance in the fact that I didn't actually go to him. I went to the <laughs> other platforms, which stupidly cost me over a 1,000 Bitcoin with uh, Bitfunder but uh, like Havelock and BTCT.co as it was back then um, yeah he really took a disliking to me but to be fair like my, the ideas have played out and like things like CASA have ultimately developed products mm. that we was trying to develop at the time in Cyprus um, but yeah he absolutely slaughtered me which to be fair he had a lot of basis for but he was mm-hmm. a proper weirdo okay, well, <laughs> like as he talked publicly about yeah yeah he had this PR account MPO PR on Bitcoin talk and it had this avatar of this like woman um, but yeah I think it was just his old account <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Because I suppose there is a huge amount of trust, isn't there, in, in some, especially in, probably in the early days, not so much anymore about reputational bits and pieces. So any, oh, any damage, any damage on that can be quite. Mm. Yeah, like mm. my reputation got absolutely ripped to pieces, and I couldn't defend myself. That was mm. the frustrating part. Um, and to be fair, even when I could and did try, I probably went about it the wrong way. But my silence ultimately paid off because I didn't get sent to Cyprus and locked up for yeah. mm-hmm. thirty-four years for shit I didn't do. Mm. Um, but do you still feel like you're trying to rebuild that? Or, oh, or all the time. Mm. Like even because um, every interaction we've had with you, it's just like a solid bloke, friend of the business, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's like, I even remember. Sorry, just a quick story. When when I went to advancing Bitcoin, you were kind of not the talk of the town, but people were talking about you. I didn't know who you were at the time because I was fairly new to the industry myself. But you had people slagging you off, people defending you, going, "I've heard Danny Bruce is here" and all that kind of stuff. So even then, several oh. years later, it's yeah, I wasn't aware. Um, <laughs> but they talk about me all the one. Yeah, everyone um, talks about everyone, don't they? So. Right. But I, I ultimately know the score. I yeah, know yeah. where I went wrong. I yeah. know that it's 100% my fault. Uh, I can take that on the chin, but I also took the lessons forward. Mm. And to be fair, like during that time, so many people just disappeared. Um, and like I was actually really trying to actually build something, mm. which is so odd and strange. I heard so many conspiracy theories like oh everything was just like computer generated graphics it's like no you can literally walk into a physical building yeah. and still to this day see everything that we built there mm. um, it's just now a, a, a really nice beauty salon <laughs> <laughs> um, and not this like I, I, like Apple store type vibe financial services location right. <laughs> um, and it costs like 400k to, to build out at the time which in Bitcoin at the time mm. was a lot of yeah, Bitcoin, yeah. like so many mistakes, but it's uh, people don't realize that like 1500 Bitcoin back then was like at the time less than 100k in dollars. Yeah. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's there's so much misinformation. And, and yeah, I think it shows the fact you're still around, like, like yeah. the passion's still there. And that's you know, oh, you could have easily f- yeah. just fled and, yeah. like you said, disappeared, mm. but yeah. yeah. And, to be fair, like even with the business and stuff, I could have literally built it and put somebody, just sat somebody in front of me mm. and not actually come out and I could have just taken a back seat. You just love the attention. Yeah, <laughs> 100% ego. Uh, <laughs> love to to be at the forefront of everybody's discussion. Like, I've actually got a hard on thinking about them talking about me. Uh, advancing Bitcoin. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, so it's... Uh, yeah, it's a difficult one, and once you, t- it can take you years to build a reputation. I know it's a bit of a cliche, mm. and like seconds to destroy mm. it. And then there's there's people that have done so much shit in the space, but they now say the right things, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, like think that or thinks that the sun shines out of the backside. Mm. And it's like, oh, they've done so much, but they can be so forgiving of that. And yeah. It's like pretty much ninety nine percent of the stuff that was written about me was wrong. Mm-hmm. Even like stuff that so-called team members put out. But I think it's the burden of a successful CEO at any company. Even oh, like, yeah. even at the highest, t- Tim Cook. I think mm. you wouldn't have to dig very far to find awful stories put out about him by any disgruntled former employee or any. I think customer just that's shows the kind of world we live in now that even just a simple allegation is enough to 
ruin yeah. your reputation. And everything true or false, now. it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's out there. Once it's yeah. said, you, you yeah. can't yeah. unspeak it. Yeah. Even even if the judge strikes it off the record, yeah. once it's been said, it's been said. But it's a consideration that, like, if you especially if you're starting a new business or building something, it's something you have to consider. If you if you've got to have thick skin, you've got yeah. you can't yeah. take yeah. these things yeah. personally. It's, do you know what? It's yeah. something that I've developed over time because I get into a an argument like on Twitter with some fucking idiot that. And what I found was it was the people that perhaps or that invested the least in like Neo that would go and tell me to like go and hang myself or, mm. or some stupid shit like that or say oh, I'd never be able to feed his kids or mm. um, like and it's like when you actually figure out who they are mm. and you actually go and reference like the database of everything it's like wow that's mm. like 0. 0.0003 yeah. mm. of a Bitcoin like back then yeah. and like let's see three dollars <laughs> not even that um mm. and like now yeah sure like it's painful but i also remember times when we would just discard a bitcoin wallet with less than a coin in because it mm. was what's the point <laughs> like, how fucking wrong was that <laughs> yeah. um yeah. and that's very short-term view that one <laughs> yeah it, and, and to be fair i remember um like Turd and Meister watching a video and for me I always point people to him because he's the one that pretty much got it so early from the numbers perspective mm. and he's talking about um, the if the black market like even just like 10% or something like an old old video like moves over into Bitcoin it's like $50,000 of Bitcoin mm. if X percent of gold market mm. moves into Bitcoin it's like $100,000 and mm. this is like in 2012 mm. or maybe even before then and it's like, shit. Understanding that. These are like really, pie in the sky yeah, numbers that yeah. he's talking. You're like, nah. And now people are talking about if all values absorbed into twenty yeah, million coins. <laughs> that, 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 that simply won't happen. Um, not in my lifetime, anyway. But yeah, if like fifty thousand dollars of Bitcoin was like so, like remotely mm. even mm. possible, it's like. Can the exchanges even display prices without breaking <laughs> their, their like the their UI yeah. in like four or five figures? Yeah. And then I remember like the twelve hundred dollar run up with the the Willy Bot on Mount Gox and stuff, thinking, yeah, we've made it. <laughs> like thinking, fucking, hey, this is never going to stop. And it's like, oh, yeah, less like. But then we don't learn those lessons. You need a couple of cycles to learn mm. those lessons. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, it's such a tangent from reputation. But yeah, reputation is so easy to destroy. And for me, from a business point of view, I was so like almost averse to putting like information out about what we was doing because of me. Like just knowing mm. that oh, someone's going to shoot it down on Twitter. Yeah, no matter what me. the information was yeah, because mm. they're tied yeah. to you. And it's, and it's like, yeah, and this is what, like the very first press release that we put out when we actually launched in, I think it was January or 2019, it's like the like we did the first Lightning Exchange. So we're the first in the world to offer delivery on the Lightning Network. And it literally, I was so nervous about that mm. press release mm. going out into Bitcoin Magazine. Coindesk wouldn't touch me at the time. Mm. Um, Coindesk had me like listed as like number four in the top ten villains of oh, the yeah. year in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, between um, between uh, Mark Parlis and uh, Buffett. 
<laughs> who had like called Bitcoin rat poison yeah. for the yeah. first time. And I was like sandwiched in the middle, um, having to be silent. Um, so yeah, Coindesk wouldn't touch me because uh, Pete Rizzo was still the editor. Um, but then he left and then suddenly um, <laughs> Coindesk would start covering us. Mm. Um, but yeah, Bitcoin Magazine put that article out uh, and it was actually better received than what I thought. The best reception I got with a lot of people, um, or oh, there was one story with like Hodl or not, he didn't really like me um, up until the point when Craig Wright tried to sue him because I could dox him. Like when that offer came out, I could dox him. Uh, and I was like, no, nah, never, mm. not in a million years. Despite slag me off all you want. So I literally sent him an email and just went, look, I know you don't like me, but just know that I never would actually do it. Like, mm. good luck. If there's anything that I can do, let me know. Mm. Uh, and then when it all played out, he got in touch and he like, thanked me and what have you, which was really well, nice. Did the, how did the, was there an ongoing court case still with Yeah, Hot there Martin? is, yeah. He's, he's still, got yeah. He's yeah. in jurisdiction, so he, he's suing Craig Wright in Norway. Oh, that means he can in, pick the location. In Norway. Right. Norway, in Norway. Yeah. So he's not subject to the British courts, which really favours the, um, like, Craig, like the, def mm. uh, yeah. So in the British court, in libel cases, you have to prove that what you said wasn't liable. Okay. So, um, so you literally have to prove that he's a fraud. Right. If you call him a fraud, then you literally have to, to like prove that he's a fraud um, to win. But is he, is this Hoddle not going to not keep have problems with his anonymity? Is he an yeah, anonymous yeah, yeah. again? Is, is that no? no, no I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure of the details, but I'm pretty sure that they he found can remain. Out who he was. Yeah. Oh, okay. He can't. So, but he took him to court in Norway before because um, what the, the they did was they ran around all of the best law firms in London bef to like engage with them all so if somebody wanted to get defence yeah. like find a yeah, decent they'd, they'd always yeah, already be engaged there was, there was already engaged so yeah. there was always a conflict yeah. so if you wanted to go to the best law firms is in this, London sorry, is this what Craig Wright would yeah, have done yeah. okay hearsay yeah. <laughs> oh sorry yeah of course but, Hit, yeah. No, no. <laughs> allegedly yeah allegedly um, so people would struggle to get representation from a mm. decent like London based law firm to fight these cases mm. um, but yeah like best of best of luck to him and the best thing that happened to me I'd say is when I put the letter to Craig Wright mm. um, it kind of went a bit nuts when he because he went after mm. the developers and that was yeah. like one step too far yeah so I was like, hang on. If you if if you if you own this address, is that still ongoing? Are you allowed to talk uh, about that? I'm just waiting for a response to let me know whether or not they control that address or not. Okay. Um, there's no time limit on that, I suppose. That, um, literally, no. okay. So they might just. But they're on notice anyway that if mm. those coins move from that address on any of <laughs> the chains, yeah, then I've got an interest in them. Okay. And a lot of other people have got an interest in them as well, apparently. Because that would be some proof that they'd been hacked from. Yeah, yeah. We, there's enough information to show that the coins in that address came from Mount Gox. Right. Yeah. And if you and he's saying them, that he's controlling those. Yeah. He yeah. he apparently Allegedly. bought that address, like the keys to that address, from some Russian exchange or from some Russian person, but never moved them after buying them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this part of me thinks that this is the sort of stuff you don't want to talk about or think about in terms of Bitcoin. Is this like the history of these hackings and what you know? Why? Why? Where these come from? These are where all the lessons like, are. You can't. Yeah, you can't watch but history. History is history. You can just, yeah, just move on. Move on and think about what we're building. 
this make right history always seems to rhyme and if you forget those right, lessons of history then you're going to make the same mistake surely you, you can definitely learn from history but you know yeah, but you can't forget about it just to paint a rosy picture see, no, see Zach this is what I was talking I would, about you know, you know, the, you know the marketing department yeah, yeah. and the, the actual technical department <laughs> <laughs> the technical department will take it on the chin yeah. and say mm. yeah this is but a problem but at what point do you say our lessons are right we've learned our lessons yeah, but you don't see that many people still talking about Silk Road and all that kind of stuff. Oh, no, if you read a Daily Mail article about, if you read a Daily Mail, the Daily Mail. Some people are, are oh, read the Daily, yeah. but yeah. they always mention that. So the Daily the, Mail, the first point of call. They just saying, when do we move have you on? Been in, I imagine you've been in the Daily Mail. Yeah, the Daily Mail literally ran the Bentley driving Britain abroad disappears. <laughs> was, that, was that with you? That's yeah. some good alliteration. I've got to give <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Um, have you got a copy of the article? It's on the Mail Online. Oh, okay. So they so I couldn't actually go after them to remove it or to to basically say look this is bullshit. The article made no logical sense. Bentley mm. driving Britain. My car was worth 120,000 euros. Apparently I absconded with 70,000 euros. I literally sold the car for a profit. Um, my house was paid up for a year. Like I'd literally just moved house. I literally came to the UK for five days. Had a return ticket and everything. And then that article appears, and it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck? And like over seventy thousand. I've got how my daughter, priceless, is yeah. like sat in Akrotiri mm. uh, in Cyprus, and it's like, it makes no sense. Yeah, but it's like the most horrendous headline. Yeah, I, I hate media. And, Modern day uh, journalism. It's it's like the Murray Gelman, uh, yeah, Murray Gelman amnesia effect. Is like such a, for me anyway. It's just so, so clearly true. Like You're gonna have to talk phenomenon. us through the Murray Gelman amnesia effect. So, if you if you'll you, be reusing this, won't you? Yeah. Will yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, be so that I came up with. So basically, <laughs> um, so basically, what it is is if you read, like, it states that the the media have this position of authority that they don't actually. Um, uh, they don't actually deserve, but you'll read a, an article about something that you're extremely familiar with or an event that you're extremely familiar with personally. And what you find is that the, the journalist often gets it so wrong, it's so far removed from the truth, and they often get facts like transversed, um, and they, they get the story wrong. But you understand that, and you know it's wrong. Um, and you think, oh, what a load of fucking bollocks. Mm -hmm. You turn over the page, to say a geopolitical article you read it and you go oh fucking North Korea so bad like you mm. actually believe it you forget yeah. that, that it could be written by the same person who had the same level of understanding or lack of understanding of both situations mm -hmm. but because but you're because, in one element because you right. it's in the media you turn over the page and you accept that as truth mm -hmm. because you don't actually fully understand it um, but because the media have said it's true Oof. and it's it's I actually, like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, and, that's my big and, takeaway and from today. And yeah. everything that happened with me, like, because the people that I was up against, literally controlled the purse strings of all of the media. Um, mm. And when they're on your side, you can literally. Oh, I think you need a, an extra um, advert on the front of our newspaper, and we'll write a really nice article on Bitcoin. If you don't, uh, this article might make it. In. Like it's yeah. disgusting it's so corrupt, industry, it? yeah. um, 
But it almost becomes impossible to then find yeah. well-educated, informed yeah. news, essentially. Yeah. Especially you can't trust anything. Yeah. And this is like... And then we live in this world now where information is abundant and you can anybody can make an argument and find data and pull uh, a subset of data mm. that backs up your argument and you can make the absolute counter argument and then there's all the, the confirmation bias stuff mm. uh, and it's just like we actually live in the misinformation age yeah it's like how do you find that source of truth even like the scientific papers there was yeah. recently like thousands of them that got pulled because the the peer review to, process yeah. was yeah, yeah, yeah. so like um irregularities with the peer review mm. process um it's yeah. like, what i mean the perfect example is like the bitcoin energy war yeah. isn't it of like yeah, yeah. You know all these scientific papers that are using yeah, small sample data. We're not all referencing one article. Quite yeah, we found it's yeah. hugely inaccurate. And yeah. Everyone just keeps regurgitating the same news. Yeah, we, and then every that year becomes truth. It's, yeah, because it's so it's so referenceable. So if, if, you, if you like, if you if you do any mining and you don't get asked like, how do you power your miners? Mm. Then you know it's bullshit. Yeah, study because yeah. like they haven't asked. Why haven't you asked me? I'm a miner. So you're ignoring the fact that we've got solar based mm. wires like why why aren't they in your calculation mm. are you assuming that that part of the hash rate is powered by coal um yeah. we haven't got solar wires um but we are actually working on something mining related nice dave's got a solar panel on top of his shed yeah do some mining for him get, into got, solar get panels. you some block eruptors to, to mine yeah how about yeah you remember them no, no. The USB miners, you know the. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah. The first hey, one, <laughs> yeah, just Plug it in, mine. You, you used one. to be able to mine just with a USB plug it. Yeah, the block eruptor. They weren't. By the time they got delivered, they weren't very profitable. But you right. could literally get. You, you people would plug the like a USB hub into the computer and like have them put like, loads in. Loads of <laughs> <laughs> loads of these like block eruptors uh, into for mining. Yeah, that's mad. So, yeah, you could probably power that off your solar panel, off your shed. Yeah. What have you got, Dave? Solar panel, car battery. Yeah. And then you were going to do it to power your umbrella node, weren't you? Yeah, but I was going to put my umbrella node on it. With a s- uh, powered with by a block- solar panel. With a Blockstream satellite. That would be the oh, dream. Yeah, the that dream. was what I was thinking. That. He can barely That'd get his the- umbrella node sinking. Yeah, the umbrella. <sighs> I, <didn't>, I <laughs> used a hard drive freezer with like a couple of cows <laughs> in it. Like for, there you go. Fallout shelter. No, but uh, when your wife kicks you out, <laughs> you're living the shed for a few years. With his VR makes my shed survivable. <laughs> yeah, for put years. your VR in. You're in yeah. a mansion, mate. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's the future. That's <laughs> come full circle. That's what it will be. It can be anywhere with a VR headset. That's all very interesting. Huh? Where right. was we? Huh? Where was we? I don't know. I feel like we've just gone off on tangent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's totally what we do. All my yeah. questions. Are we done? I no. think so. Yeah. That was quick. That was good. So, what's your plans for 2022? Yeah, I thought you had goals. <laughs> and oh, yeah, that was the first question. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I've got, yeah, goals for me. I think last year we thought of too many projects that we never did. Is that yeah. what you were thinking? Yeah, because we started to. So just come up with ideas daily, as you probably yeah. do in your team, and it's like, oh, what, we'll do At this. At one point last year, I wanted to develop a game on <laughs> Unity. Yeah. So, I've got all the textbooks. Never coded like, in his life. Never coded before. I've coded started, VBA. I've coded. Yeah. We started when, coding you, when you were applying for a job with Zebedee. Exactly. Well, no, I think I saw <laughs> Zebedee. saw Zebedee's funding and go, I can make a game. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I can make a game. They raised 11 million, I think, didn't they? Yeah. 11 and a half. Simon Cowell. They're going again for some more. Chris, I think. Is that who went in on it? 
Simon Simon Cowell is the CEO. Oh, right. So not Simon Cowell. Not the Simon Cowell. Not the Simon Cowell. No, no. The better Simon Cowell. The Bitcoin. Sorry. I thought that's who gave him some funding with Simon Cowell. That's what you were saying. Simon Cowell's now in Zyco Yeah. I'm surprised you weren't looking at like bottle pays valuation. I was. And going, we need to sell. I definitely I did raise a few. That crossed your mind, did it? Of course it did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. three hundred million. There's a lot of money thrown about at the moment. A lot of, a what lot do you of think to What do you think to valuations in the space? Uh, probably out of step with what's actually being built by these companies, I suppose. But I think every every company at the moment is hugely valued. There might be a bit of a bubble going on in those tech elements because there's so much money thrown about so you have to look at I like how you go quiet <coughs> yeah you go serious mm, yeah. when you're talking shop <laughs> yeah so I think that this potentially could see a correction in the future potentially so raise now yeah you'll, <laughs> I think you'll probably see a lot of people raising now mm. because of that yeah but, and, and doing it quickly which sometimes isn't the best way to do it would be where I stand on that one there you go yeah but 2022 solar panel Get that sorted out. Yeah. Get that connected to this thing. Make so right now it's just sat there, just wasting energy. Yet. No, wasting. it's not wasting energy. It's not utilizing the energy that it's taken. It's literally just going to it. Dead right. I'm a bit of a, a waste in terms of because I, I realised that I fundamentally need to learn a lot of electronics, <laughs> which I don't know. <laughs> so I've got this setup and just be like, what? Your I wife must think, what is this guy? Yeah. Josh, so comes home with a car so, battery so to plug into his solar panel. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just virtually signaling to your neighbours that you've got. He's got one. Yeah. That, that's what that's it's become. Yeah. Got, how many solar panels have you got? You've got a solar panel. <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah. if you're using it or not. Yeah. Well, he I doesn't think, know. I think know inside the people shed. are doing solar panel wheelies on their houses and they might not be using them at all. It just makes you look greener. So that's what I'm doing. Is that like planting trees? Is that like planting trees to make you look greener? I think it would become it should become more important people's ESG policies in terms of being oh, greener. ESG. Yeah, I think it people have to move towards that. My problem with it all is it's hard to record. And, uh, no, it's not even that. Like, do you know what? I love it here. It's like fresh air. Like we don't have like massive industrial industrialization or anything like that. But every single part of this ESG movement is. You're also bad by my solution. Mm. Mm. That is what I don't like. Um, the industries that yeah. come around yeah. focused on it. Because no, I agree. Like, I don't think it's necessary, I, I, really. But, but you could, because again, that whole like data perspective, you can pull data that shows that a uh, a windmill will never produce more energy than mm. what it takes to actually create mm. it, yeah. and the, yeah. the impact that it has on the the environment. For mining the metals yeah. and stuff like mm, that. Yeah. Um, there's so many different arguments on either side. Again, it's the one that's it's fallen to, um, to like information overload on both sides. Yeah. I think it's all distorted. It's a, I think governments are trying to just incentivize the way that uh, trying to make do that. It, well, a government should step in sometimes if they need an incentive. Can we just push forward? I didn't say that. And there's sometimes they should. Reputation, I mean, because they, <laughs> reputation because, in this space. Because, <laughs> yeah, but, because they, they get, that's what, so what essentially their job went, is to do that. We went to that local. And, what, what did we go to? What was that event called? The local. It was a, a government run thing over here. They're talking about the, the essentially the green policy. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and how they would go really. achieve it. And then the power, bits yeah. of power 
pieces that we're going to put in place to maybe get greener over here. It was a shit less, show, wasn't less it? Less emissions. And we talked about how a, in, a per capita in the Alamand were bigger polluters than an individual in China. It was uh, based on that. Yeah, but some, the ideas were like, just encourage more people to get the bus. We're the idea that, that level no one's like, come with, up with an idea where I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. No, people will do that because, uh, like everyone, if you put an extra person in a car, essentially that's the best way to make your car greener is to move more kilograms around. But people don't do that because it's, it's not what it doesn't make cars. Doesn't, it's exactly mm. it doesn't make cars convenient. So then at that point, a government might incentivize that convenience and say, this is, you've got to do this at that point to incentivize so that then I'll, I'll put a dummy in my car yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but then there's COVID, already a dummy in your car took him that long um, but then yeah it's it, but I, think, I don't I, think anyone should be mandated to do anything yeah, may, yeah maybe but I think it should be on people's to minds to that I don't need to build a coal fired mm. yeah. power station in my back garden to power my house like I, yeah, I don't need the government to hold mm. my hand through every decision that I make. Like, I want to live in a nice environment, mm -hmm. um, and this is like one of the beautiful things about moving over. And I think I said it on the, the bit by bit podcast. It's like the degradation of society in the rest of the world. Like you can't in the UK, you can't even have like nice dog without mm. thinking someone's going to try and steal it. Mm. Like, coming over here, the last thing I want is the government going. You can't drive your car unless you've got two people in it. Mm. Uh, no, it's just retarded mm. yeah so, and it does seem to be that the government here wouldn't take those kind of steps no. but in the UK it wouldn't actually surprise me <laughs> mm. um, I don't know maybe it's a bit I mean it's hard being in charge isn't it there's no right answer no but you but everyone knows that probably the problem on the horizon is in terms of temperature rising and yeah and trying to make effects to to mitigate that as much as possible so want to play the contrarian <laughs> but just don't bother <laughs> just, like, just for once leave it <laughs> anyway. where's the discussion in that <laughs> that's true that so true. on that note Dave from Coin Corner says yeah. the world is warming up and if you don't do your part government should come in and shut mm. you down he no, wants government yeah carbon credits how are you going to sell yours <laughs> <laughs> now that you're um, carbon offset yeah. or you're net zero or you're net positive with all your trees mm, uh, probably the same way Tesla sell theirs just for a nice little profit mm. that's how they make profit I know <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway no. I just, it should be on people's it, I think you, I just want to live in a nice place yeah like with fresh air I can tell mm. the difference yeah, yeah. like in London compared to being over here just the 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 air quality mm. it's just yeah it's I think it's been it's no slightly been man mandated by talking about those VCs in terms of where their funding should be in terms like yeah. at the greener companies or, or companies edging towards a, a, net, a net zero but position is that is that them just like jumping into buzzwords and trends because uh, I'm, but then like, some I'm of them might be incentivized like, by the government to say like you as a portfolio you, you've got to have a greener yeah, then, or, then, or then as individuals is like go and create your fund somewhere else where that's not mm. mandated yeah. um, because even like some of the stuff that you're investing in there's like negative externalities that aren't accounted for and like greater impacts that could like the, the big one for me is like vegan food like mm. promoting that meat is so bad for the environment mm. and it's like hang on like you have to literally go and clear out 
forest to be able yeah. to plant your soybeans and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, hang on, that makes yeah. absolutely zero sense. Yeah. Um, like, or common sense to me, mm. or logic. Mm. But yeah, I think the government should stay the fuck out of everything they possibly can. And just leave, it, leave it to the individuals to, yeah. to make the right decisions in terms of environment. Yeah, and then basically, I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad think, thing. I think, I think, I think, I think more people are aware now of exactly. like the choices yeah. that you make, and then at the end of the day, it's, is it a fiat world that that drives consumerism? So we buy stuff that's cheap, so you end up buying twice, or do you go and buy that one piece of furniture that will yeah. last ten years mm. because you're stacking um, yeah. and you've got a long term horizon? Yeah, because of Bitcoin. Mm. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I, I so that, Bitcoin solves everything. <laughs> Even environmentally fixes it. Yeah. yeah. Like that's the one argument that I always make. It's like so a, a sound money environment is better for the environment mm. because it dry it gets rid of this rampant consumerism yeah. of like constantly having to replace everything mm. to mm. be at the forefront or just buying cheap. Um it's it, like it yeah, pays to, to buy once if you're it's like what they say about the GDP. Every country is measured about GDP growth. But if you chop down a tree, a forest in Brazil, that's good for GDP, mm. but very bad, obviously very bad yeah. for the environment. So yeah. have, you seen, have you read the book The Growth Delusion? No. Oh, I got halfway through it and then ended up reading something else. I need to finish that. But that's all based <laughs> yeah. around that. that good that recommendation. I think I ended up having to read something else. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, that's based yeah. on that whole, the whole concept of GDP, yeah. where it's, mm. it's like a mark of GDP. how well a, company, yeah. a country's doing. Yeah. When in fact, but it's not necessarily. Yeah, because yeah. you get so many dirty industries, that, like are beneficial for GDP, and that uh, the whole concept of that needs to change. That's where Bitcoin comes in. To, uh, at what point, you know, does this rampant commercialism have to take a second step to the health of the planet? On that note, on wow. that note. <laughs> beautifully heavy note. Wow. There we go, just Happy New Year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah. We're all going to be underwater in two days. <laughs> Let's finish because it there. Bitcoin miners. Let's finish it there. <laughs> Let's finish it's it there. Sarcasm. <laughs> it's sarcasm. Anything else? No, I'm Any all good. Housekeeping mate. notes. Yeah. Danny, thank you ever so much for coming along. Yeah, thank Anytime. you very much. Like, it's not such a long journey. No, it isn't. When are you starting a podcast? Uh, not me, but we've got fast bitcoins, but we've also got freehold capital, mm -hmm. and we're talking. Uh, about nice. setting that up oh, nice. but that's more probably talking to legacy finance than uh, okay. the, cool. the consumerist mm. type um, mm. we just do it to have a chin wag once a week really yeah, yeah it's yeah. one way to get just out of just a moan desk yeah I'm not, I don't even release them I just <laughs> <laughs> straight to the trash every week nah, like I listen, I'm a listener <laughs> All right. as you know Call it, call it slow bitcoins <laughs> and, you, and, and you know you're getting a message <laughs> right. no, I uh, appreciate the British content there we go nationalist <laughs> right cool. guys thank right. you um, cheerio Goodbye. see ya peace <laughs>